and you're very welcome to this very special mini Olympic series here on the Women's Rugby Pod. I'm Johnny Hammond and we have got a bumper show for you today and next week as well. Today we'll be looking ahead, of course, to all the action in the next couple of days over in Tokyo. We get right inside the GB camp with their co-captain, Abby Brown. We'll look through all the pools, all the important players and teams, all in the company of a Wales 15s and 7s legend, Shona Powell-Hughes. How are you? Oh, after that introduction, I'm really good. Say legend <laughs> one more time. <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, how have you been? What have you been up to? Before we get into uh, the meat and drink of today's pod, what have you been up to? Well, the world's obviously slowly getting back to, uh, I want to say normal, that's not normal. Um, so, yeah, just back back full-time in work now and uh, pushing on and uh, obviously seeing the family and stuff. So it's been great to sort of get some normality back. Because your, your job with the WI is very, very hands-on, is it community-based? So you have been literally twiddling your thumbs aside from buying various uh, backpacks for your running. Uh, you mean, you mean some some people I made very it, good yeah. use of, uh, of their lockdown and got super fit like you, but... Um, but yeah, you really have been twiddling your thumbs, so it must be just brilliant to be, to be back out there. And you're such a personal person, anyway. Yeah, it's great to be back out. Um, I was at one of the camps today, seeing a lot of uh, young girls back on the rugby field, just enjoying and having fun. So it's great to see lots of smiles on faces and uh, lots of more rugby balls in sight. Yeah, great stuff. Well, yeah, we've we've seen the uh, seen the lines going on, haven't we? And of course, it reminds me of that, that sort of GB feel that we've got with the, with the sevens guys uh, and girls. Um, we see that culmination of, a, of the men's tournament, GB, just missing out on the bronze. Just give us uh, your impression of, of, of that game. They'll, they'll clearly be disappointed, but I think what, Argentina on the, on the ballot to play probably deserved it. Yeah, I think Argentina have been playing well. Um, if you just look at how they performed, you know, being down a player also and and then just anything can happen in a game of seven. So you really have to be so switched on for the whole time that you play. And then unfortunately, it wasn't uh, GB's day. So they will be thoroughly disappointed. But Yeah, happen. absolutely. Yeah, indeed so. And it is. It's such fine margins, isn't it? So the men in Rio... Uh, GB17 came away with bronze, didn't they? And the women just missed out uh, to Canada for fourth. Perhaps it's switched round this time. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into that GB camp. Um, and Abby Brown, the co-captain, um, I caught up with her just a few days ago. Abby Brown, GB7's captain. Number one, that must, that's, that must sound great. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, sat in my room in Tokyo looking out to the uh, to all the flashing lights is pretty cool and kind of a bit unreal. But yeah, super cool. And we head into the village tomorrow. So yeah, just buzzing to be here, to be honest with you. Awesome, Abby. Kanichiwa, we probably should have said, shouldn't we? Kanichiwa. Um, Indeed. How is how is your Japanese? Is that coming on nicely? It's coming along. Um, Jazz Joyce is doing a day of word of the day. Um, today I think it was bus, which is bass. So that was a quite an easy one. Um, Happy days. But, and what's tomorrow? Yeah. Pizza? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we learn a few things. Hi, bye. Thank you. Um, 
yeah just kind of learn a bit of the culture is actually quite nice and I think it's it's quite respectful when you go to different places actually to to learn a little bit of their their language and 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 very different over there so you literally with, with the world cup and what have you it's really quite a different culture over there so you have got to somewhat immerse yourself in it to to get by so I understand yeah a little bit um if I'm honest we haven't really got out much <laughs> um okay. we've seen a lot of the hotel uh we're at the prep camp at the moment and we're very secluded because of obviously covid and stuff like that so we're um yeah haven't been allowed out to explore so we literally come from the hotel to the training pitch back to the hotel at the moment so which is fine it kind of is how it is in the world um but yeah we're uh, seeing some people but not not that many people absolutely um, Abby, there's so much to to, to get into um, with you, and really appreciate your 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 time. It's evening time there. It's time for time for your beauty sleep. Um, <laughs> but to look, we'll just have a, a quick whiz round. What what has been an unbelievable twelve months for yourself and and, and the rest of the GB squad? Not only the, those players that are out there, but but you know those that that haven't made it. Just if, if you've been living under a, a rock and in the rugby world of late, just just tell us that that journey and just the culmination of excitement actually getting out to to Tokyo. Yeah, so obviously, yeah, twelve months ago, it's been a been a bit of a roller coaster for everyone, I think, with COVID. But especially for us, we kind of lost our funding for our program because of COVID, and then kind of went into the season of play, able to play 15s which is great for for the girls side because we just slotted straight back into 15s clubs and you know had a really good time doing different sort of code um but for the boys it was a little bit unfortunate because they they didn't have that opportunity um you know a lot of us found different jobs I was doing some coaching at school um I think Meg was driving some Amazon lorries for a little while like it was people were just trying to get by and kind of I think reality hit us all very hard in the face um, and kind of what next after rugby, which looking back on it, probably for me personally, wasn't ever actually a bad thing. Um, I managed to do a sports massage course in that time. So can I now do that after rugby? What's the kind of uh, the process after that? And kind of giving myself the chance to look at actually what would life be like without a rugby contract? So obviously that happened. Um, we were also very hopeful because obviously the Olympics got moved. Um, we then went into, I think it was March time, the National Lottery came through and said that they wanted to fund us, which a huge thank you to them. Like genuinely, I, th I don't know how many times I've said it probably in the media, but actually if they didn't come out and fund us, we wouldn't be sat here. We wouldn't have had a programme. Um, so yeah, we kind of had a three, four months big kind of hit out at Loughborough you know there was 22 of us and now now there's down to 13 but the players and all the staff that have played a part of it over the last couple of years um you know since we qualified out in Kazan in 2019 to, to now is it's huge and the amount of people that have, have kind of been involved in that is again yeah it's massive and I guess without those people and without everyone's efforts we wouldn't be sat here um I wouldn't be sat in this chair going into Olympic Village tomorrow so yeah, huge credit to all of them. And Abby, I, I don't know whether you're that type of person or, or leader, but have you had a, a, a quiet moment just to go, wow, we we did it. We're, you know, we're, we're actually here. We're actually at Olympics. I'm Captain GB. Have you had a, a moment to do that or was that for, for post-tournament? Yeah, probably not yet. I think I don't want to think about it too much because I'll probably get a bit ahead of myself. So 
for me, it's just taking each moment as it comes and like I'm enjoying being here. I think all the girls are enjoying it. You know, it's very hot, but I understand it's hot at home. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I heard it's a heat wave at home moment. But uh, yeah, like I think the thing is we're we're enjoying each moment and I, I don't think it's really hit us maybe we're here. Uh, maybe tomorrow going into the village, it might do because it is a bit of a different feel. But yeah, I think it's definitely one that I'm going to look back on um, and reflect more of rather than um, right now because at the moment the team doesn't uh, almost need that. It needs you know us to stay stay present and give our best versions of ourselves in that moment. I, I'm big big on the. Okay, it's annoyed me, but I, I'm big on the on the psychology of rugby and doing this physical training, but hardly any any mental training, and it seems, seems bizarre to me. But <laughs> yeah. Do you think that the build-up to this Olympics actually gives you a psychological edge which you didn't have in, uh, uh, at Rio to say, do you know what, we've got to really put it in here, what we've been through to get here. We, yeah. Does it give you 100%. an edge, do you think? Yeah, 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 for sure. Like the amount of resilience and um, determination and passion that this group has got is is like you no know, other I've ever been a part of. Um, and I really do think that highlights both on and off the field how close we are as a group. Um but actually the amount of times that um, we've had barriers or we've had to overcome something in the last few years, it, it's just ridiculous. And I think that's only made us stronger, which is great because now we're here um, and we've just got the fun bit to do. So actually it's, we've gone through it, everything we've, we've had our ups, we've had our downs, we've had the tears along the way. And actually now, now we can just enjoy it and, and embrace that moment because ultimately that's, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Awesome, yeah, it certainly is. Let, let's get into life on the ground. There, you see, you, you into the village tomorrow, so you've not not experienced the cardboard beds just yet. Um, <laughs> <Not> yet. <laughs> um, have, you, have you have you been to visit at all? No, not at all. Uh, we've no, literally okay. just been, yeah, stuck in this hotel. Um, I say stuck; it's not been a bad setup at all. <laughs> um, and we've managed to get out to the stadium, as in our training stadium. So. G- Team GB put up on an awesome show here. Honestly, they are they treat us like royalty. That's how I would explain it. Um, as soon as you step through the door, it is everything's done for you. Like everything's branded everywhere. The different our prep camp is all the branding. Um, we went to a, the stadium. It's got like a massive fan, banner of like Team GB. Like that's only where Team GB athletes train. Um, university went to it's where only where Team GB athletes train. And I was saying to someone on the bus on the way to training, I was like, do you think other countries have this? Like, where do Australia train? Where do, I don't know, Brazil train? Where do all these people train? Because obviously we've got all of these facilities and are really fortunate that people have come out early, sorted things out for us. But actually, what do other countries have? And I don't think they have it. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a special group to be a part of. Awesome. Well, there's nothing, nothing less than you, you, you guys deserve the fact you've uh, the journey you've been on. But yeah, it's a big old machine, isn't it? Uh, Team GB. Um, so how 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 the squad looking? You say you've been to a training stadium. I know there's been a, a few bits of social media and stuff. You know, Mo Hunt's very arty, isn't she, with her photographs <laughs> and kicking and that kind of stuff? I think I, I, I saw one of those. But how how's everything shaping up? What, what do sort of regular days look like at the moment for you out there? Yeah, so we had a real tough day today. Um, so apologies if I'm a bit a bit sleepy, but uh, we basically had one of our more difficult days. Um, I think I was on my hands and knees at the end. Uh, so we had that this morning and then we stayed over there, but then went to a 
uh, for lunch and then went to a university where we did gym and then we went to the pool and then we managed to come back. So we were out, we left here at nine and we got back at half five. So it's quite yeah. a long day out, <laughs> um, training a lot and being out in the heat and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, we've just, to be honest, we've had a chilled day yesterday and then two hard days today, tomorrow before, um, before heading in, but it's, it's a lot of rugby, but it's, it's not like how it was at home. Um, we had death games and, you know, pushing ourselves to the real limit at home with our hot pods and doing stuff like that, getting us in a good nick to come out to Tokyo. So none of that stuff, but there's still an element of how much rugby can we do um you know it's it's about the fine tuning stuff now it's about how do russia kick off how do new zealand kick off how do we how do we combat that how do they what are they like at scrum time what they're like at lineouts, and kind of just understanding who we're about to go and play so that we've done all our homework and when it comes to game time no, we just have to execute and i think that's that's all part of this bit do you feel you're a little bit behind where you possibly think you should be because of the preparation and, and, the, and the stalled start as it were I wouldn't say so only because huh? our camps that we've been on have been so intense we yeah. haven't wasted a day and I think that was key like we went in Monday to Thursday we trained every single day rugby almost twice a day gym um, and you know you came home on a Thursday night and you were shattered Friday you could barely move because you just worked so hard all week and being in a camp environment it's really intense so you're trying to understand each other off the pitch you're trying to understand each other on the pitch and everything that comes along with it that I genuinely think if we hadn't had those camps then I'd be sitting here saying yeah I think we are underprepared but like the rest of the world no one's been playing sevens so it's not yeah. like yeah, yeah, we missed yeah, out on yeah. that um yeah. which I think is kind of now it's a level playing field for everyone yeah absolutely oh it, it, it's it's great to hear um I'll get down the bookie this afternoon, pop some money on the uh, team GB. Um, you mentioned the conditions there. Um, you're taking on the, the fluids quite rightly. Um, what Very different out there. And how have you, A, you coping with them and B, prepared, prepared for them? So we prepared for them by doing some hot pods back in Loughborough, uh, okay. which essentially this really hot greenhouse. Um, some of the hot yoga pods we use, I think as well. Um, and not really like a real greenhouse, like a plastic greenhouse I'm talking, uh, had these heaters on, which were like 35 degrees. And we did a walk back session for half an hour. And we all came out of there almost like we'd had a shower. Like it was gross. <laughs> um, so we did that alongside having loads of layers on for training. So I've got a photo somewhere of me and Alex Matthews where we've got our trousers on. I've got under skit base layer, a jumper, a hat and a mask and it's sunshine. <laughs> um, it's like 18 degrees or something stupid. So we warmed up in our masks when we were at home and just little things like that because it was, it's really humid out here. So um you get thirsty really quickly uh definitely the heat you can feel it as soon as you go out because obviously everything's air conditioned so as soon as you go yeah. out you, you just feel it. it's like an oven uh it's not it's not as humid as I thought it was going to be but but then saying that today I was dying so <laughs> maybe I'll stop there but yeah no it's um it is very hot but I think we've spoken as a group that it's going to be hot and I think that's half, all you have to do is speak about it and acknowledge it but not almost dwell on it because the water's going to be there the ice towels will be there the spray is going to be there the ice cold spray so you know we've got little bits in place where hopefully will cool us down no no washing up liquid on 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 balls at training that kind of thing no 
No, they so were. The community had it. Oh, there <laughs> no. you are. You can have it's that a, one, Abby. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I might use that, but I think with the rain at home, it was all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Look, um, Abby, just a couple more because you, you mentioned it's a hell of a tough day and, it, and it's late uh, back over there. I just wanted to go through. Um, for those possibly listening to, to Sevens for the first time, it's a it's a really good entry for four people to, to get into the sport. Uh, just take us through a, a, a couple of the characters that, that we should be looking out for. Possibly work come one of the speedsters, one of the one of the forwards. Just take us through a, a couple of the, the players that people should be looking out for. Yeah, so you've got um, talk about your speedsters. You've got like Jazz Joyce, uh, very fast winger. I think. People know her quite well in Wales. Um, she's uh, she's small, but she's powerful, and she, you know she's very quick. <laughs> she's very hard to stop. And then you've got someone who is as quick, so like a Celia uh, or like a Deborah, who who are more um, physiques are different to Jazz, but yeah, again, unreal athletes, and definitely wants to. We need just finishing tries all the time. Uh, and then when you move into the middle, you've got almost got your playmakers, see, like your Meg Jones, your Helena Rowlands, your Holly Hitchens, like people like that who just create something out of nothing. And honestly, I'm, I admire them every single time they have the ball and they create something because I'm honestly like, well, I've just ran and scored this, but you literally have done that against like four defenders. Like, how have you managed to do it? Um, so, yeah. And then obviously you've got your, your power runners with Alex and Bert. Um, running those hard lines yeah and it's just I think what's really good about this kind of group is we've got a bit of everything um and yeah. no one is the same as anyone else and I think that's really apparent in in our training and what we're doing is that everyone's got such a key role in the squad that and we talk about sevens is it's not just seven people on the pitch it's 13 and obviously with this new rule it's going to be it quite it could be quite interchangeable so how does everyone from one to 13 bring their best a game but also to the best of their abilities and i think it's it's just key that we need every single person um so yeah it's a it's an exciting group to be a part of uh and yeah i think we're all buzzing to play now as well so yeah just want to get it just want to get it done but there's a slight lines feel to isn't it i mean of course the the the, the chaps are doing doing lines and british and irish lines going on same with team gb isn't it because you actually had to come together from from teams that you you may well have been knocking lumps out of um it it seems from the outside and you know i keep my my ear fairly close to the ground with these things um that there's real camaraderie um brought out of possibly stuff that we've spoken about earlier on but that certainly seems to be from the outside would that would that be true to say yeah, hundred percent. We're like I said, we're a real close knit group, and it's it's really uh, inspiring to see kind of you know like Jazz, you got Hannah Smith, you got Tomo, uh, Liz Thompson from from Scotland, and along the journey you've had like Rona Lloyd's, Helen Nelson, um, you know Hannah Jones from Wales. Like you've had so many different people that isn't just an England squad, and especially for us English players, I think it's been really good for us to to be challenged and be pushed by these other players from Scotland and Wales who are bloody great players. And actually everyone's been pushing themselves and the culture side of it, I'm really passionate about. I'm passionate about the, the off pitch stuff. Cause that's why I play rugby ultimately like to have these friends for life. And I genuinely think we'll have each other for life. And this journey is, is a really special one. And one you probably can't um, explain to some people because it's been so specific and I think the fact that everyone has come from their different cultures is is inspiring in itself. I mean, 
yeah, when we watched the football with England, did our, the Scottish and Welsh girls want us to win? No, they didn't. <laughs> still holding on to it. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's a good laugh. And I think it, you need different people. And I think that's what we talk about is those differences. And when you bring your differences, actually, that's added value to the team. And that's really important. It, it, that would be, and if I was a half decent journo, that would be where we'd end the interview because that was a lovely, lovely answer to wrap things up. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm shoddy. So I'm going to just gonna give you one more question for me. Paul, yeah, the, the Pauls, um, just generally, um, Paul A, obviously with yourselves, Kenya, Russia, New Zealand, Paul B, Canada, France, Brazil, Fiji, Paul C, Australia, USA, Japan, and China. Happy with the Paul? Yeah, I can't do much, you can't can. much about it, can you? Really, <laughs> no, but, you yeah. can't. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, it's, we, tough, right? it's quite clear. Yeah, we it's quite cliche, but every game is is hard in sevens now. It's not, you know, yeah. uh, quite a few years ago now. It probably you probably had an easier game there or thereabouts, but now you don't. Everyone turns up, everyone shows up, and you know we know what we're getting with our pool. Um, it's physical. It's very physical, yeah. um, the, especially for the English girls. We've played Russia and New Zealand numerous times, so we know what they're going to bring. And I think what's special about our group is that they don't know us and they don't know our new style of play. They don't know the people in it. And I think that's actually what's really exciting. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a hard pull, but I don't think anyone's got an easy ride. And I think that's exactly what we want. We don't want anyone to have an easy ride. So... Yes, it'll be an interesting pool. Um, day one will be interesting, and then day two we've got to back it up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So go on then. Let's uh, aside from Team GB, who are who will join them in the final? Because I know you're going to say that. Yeah, so I'm going to ask you who's going to win it because you're going to say Team GB. Who's going to be? Who obviously. are you going to meet in the final? <laughs> I think it will be the Kiwis. I think we'll meet New Zealand again. Okay. In the final. Yeah. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> Abby, what's just? I'm just intrigued. You're above your right shoulder. It's, is that one of the shirts? Uh, it's a training shirt. Training. Yeah. Look you up. They are one there of my Jones. training shirts. Um, yeah, from training, we've uh, had a bit of a washing situation in our bathrooms this evening. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You take the travel wash, don't you? It's not all yeah. glamour. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. Uh, but. <laughs> Abby, you you seem in really really good spirits, and I think, as I say, from from the outside, squad looking in a really really good place as well. We wish you every bit of luck. We re we really really do um, from everyone here at the WRP. Um, yeah, go and um, yeah, do do your countries proud, but also enjoy it. Yeah, it's so we special. will do. We will Great do. Thank stuff. you so much. Thanks for having Abby, me. Abby, all the best. You take care. Go. On. Thank you. Shona, they what they're eight hours ahead now over in uh, in, in Tokyo. So I mean, geez, I hope they're all asleep, um, tucked up. Just take us so you. I mean, you, you you've played international rugby, fifteens and sevens at major tournaments. W what are the feelings that that are going through the minds of the players? Not only last night you're trying to get to sleep, uh, but but also in the morning. Just just take us through that as a, a as an international player. I think any game that you have the next day in the morning, you're almost so excited because you're trying to visualise what you're going to do and sort of how you're going to make an impact. But also you want to make sure you perform. So you are sort of putting a little bit of pressure on yourself. But at the same time, you've just got to embrace that pressure and sort of turn it into excitement and adrenaline. So I know a lot of those players are probably going to be 
you know, so excited. Some of their first sort of um, Olympics and, uh, you know, you've got some experience in there that's been there before. So you're Jazz Joyce. So those players are just going to probably look to those players, those senior players that have been there in that position before, really for guidance and sort of, uh, yeah, I'm buzzing for them to play tomorrow. So I can just imagine how they're feeling to get that shirt on and really sort of show the nation what they're made of. Yeah, you mentioned Jazz there, the uh, Welsh representation within this uh, GB squad. Been any communication uh, across to her over in Tokyo? Uh, well, uh, when we were in the camp for, obviously, Wales 7s, uh, Jazz, sort of, we've been in contact with them. Uh, we've sent them a good luck video from ourselves to, you know, just wish her the best of luck. Uh, Mo Hunt, obviously, being a Gloucester player also, uh, we've looked to do one of those videos for her. So uh, we're extremely proud. Um and just can't wait for them to take that field tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's incredibly special, isn't it? Uh, the I, uh, the Olympics, oh. playing in the Olympics, amazing. I mean, how many people can say they are a second Olympian? I mean, Jazz Joyce, you know, at a young age, she's been her first Olympics, and now this is her second. And what she's only she's only early twenties, so this is going to be phenomenal for her and exciting. Yeah, a double Olympian, and and of course, GB uh, are in pool A. Uh, alongside, I, I would say Russia, but it's uh, the Russian Olympic Committee, of course, isn't it? Um, if you don't quite understand what we're talking about there, then, then do go Google that Russia bad. And these are the, the athletes that approved themselves to, to not be involved in, in the uh, sort of widespread doping. Um, GB, of course, Kenya and New Zealand. Uh, the eyes will immediately move to, towards New Zealand. Um, who would be favourites to top that pool, I would suspect. Of course, silver medalist uh, in Rio 2016. Yeah, they're definitely a standout team looking for medals, aren't they? But I just think, you know, Russia have come in, sort of entering on a high from winning uh, the Rugby Europe. So, you know, GB have got a massive opportunity here to catch them early, catch them cold. And they are, they have shown they are beatable. So I think GB could uh, do something special here. Uh, and New Zealand... Um... We just focused on it. Some unbelievable individuals, the, the likes of Sarah Hirody, Goss, Stacey Flula, um, Portia Woodman. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Can you see anybody else challenging them for, for that top spot in Pool A? I mean, they are unbelievable athletes. You know, they they put themselves out there. They've been, you know, they've been on the circuit. They've been on the series for so long. But I just think, you know, with these youngsters, these, you know, GB that are coming through, that I really do think they compete to the highest level, and they've showed that sort of in their clubs and, you know, in their regions. So I just think world stage could. It's going to look different this year because obviously you can't have crowds. But I think this could really drive them to push their standards and really show what they're about. Yeah, I mean, it, since uh, I know it hurt hurt them very much. So uh, in Rio, losing out to Australia in that that gold medal match, um, they have been fairly dominant on the HSBC World Seven Series since they won seven of the the last eleven events. I mean that that is that is quite quite some record, um, and won the series in seventeen, nineteen, and, and twenty. But GB, from where they've come in the last twelve months, the program disbanded. Everyone lost their jobs, had to go and find new jobs. They've come back together in the last six months or so. It's an unbelievable story, isn't it? And it's almost, well, do you know what? There isn't much expectation, or perhaps there is. Just go out and play and express yourselves and, and enjoy it. 
Yeah, I think you know. I think you thrive. I think you thrive under the pressure, but also when you come under an underdog, you you almost have nothing to lose. All you can do is showcase what you're about. And I think you know the heart and the passion that these girls and dedication that they've done over the last couple of months, you know, is just it's now time to play. It's now time to show sort of who they are and just allow them to play with a smile on their face. And I think that's what they're going to do, and that's when they excel the most. And who in particular, I mean, I, I suspect you'll probably go straight to Jazz Joyce, but um, anyone else in that squad you're looking forward to, to seeing play? Um, Celia, you know, she's bringing the youth in, so I'm really excited to see Celia play. Um, Celia Quatsa, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Jazz Joyce, obviously, she's well, so I'm always going to back her. But also, you know, you've got your Abby Brown, your Deborah Flemings. These are the girls, the standout girls that, are, you know, you're going to look to sort of for that experience to bring along and get out the best of the team. So there's a mixture of experience. There's a great balance. So I'm really excited yes. to see some showcase of rugby that's going to happen. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I don't think I'd be wrong in saying this. I think the GB squad in previous years has possibly lacked out that top end speed. Um, it had the footwork and, and what have you to to get around things, but actually the top end speed. I think you've got that with uh, with Jazz Joyce and as you say Celia Quanza and then someone like Helena Rowland and, and Meg Jones in the middle oh. controlling and orchestrating stuff. It's uh, yeah. on paper, it's very special. Yeah, I just think, you know, playing against these and playing with the girls, I just think, you know, they really have got something X-factor about them. So I'm hoping that they're going to bring this to the table and we can actually see all that in action. So, yeah, really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we mentioned uh, Russia, who will be really industrious, won't they, as you say, but off the back of the uh, that winning rugby Europe. Um, and they, they're a hugely, hugely physical side. Um, Kenya, the other team to, to make up the pool. Um, but I suspect we are we are looking at um, NZ and, and GB to to top pool A. Would that be fair to put those words into your mouth, Shona? Yeah, I'm hundred percent back in GB, and obviously, you know, New Zealand are already coming in as a standout, sort of looking for that medal. So, you know, I feel GB and New Zealand could actually top this pool. Lovely pool B, then Canadian uh, reigning bronze medalists, of course. Uh, alongside France, who were quarter finalists, as were Fiji uh, in Rio five years ago now, uh, and Brazil were, of course, the host, and they managed to to qualify again. Um, again, we're looking at um, Canada, really the strongest uh, team in, in Pool B, Shanna? Uh, you know, Canada have had some off-field issues, uh, you know, the change of the coaches. Um, so there'll be a little bit of the unknown going on there at the moment with that team. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see if it has affected them or if they're just going to do what Canada normally do and just have that professional sort of umph about them and bring it to the table. So, you know, it's the unknown for me. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of unknown... Um, and it is a media cliche, but we, we still can't get away from it. Uh, if you saw the, the men's uh, Australia uh, series in the summer, you know, the, the French do have that ability to self-implode. Fiji have got France first up. Uh, that's nine o'clock uh, in Tokyo tomorrow morning. Fiji will look to, to, to start strongly, although that's not probably their strongest suit either. But that, that could be an absolutely crucial game in that pool B, couldn't it? Yeah, I think France. So sorry, that that cut out. And my phone was ringing. 
Oh, I apologies. I was like this. Oh, gosh, sorry. Did you, <laughs> no, did we, we, you're, you're busy late. I was just saying that France could be unpredictable um, and they've got Fiji up first and that, that could be a really, really crucial game in this pool. Neither, I suppose, uh, have the reputation for starting particularly well, but Fiji will, will, will be pleased to have France up first. Yeah, I mean, France, you know, they do so much sevens, you know, they'll be putting their hands up for the tournament sort of to get, you know, to make a sort of uh, a big sting in the tournament. But, um, you know, the likes of Fiji, we know they like to play freely. Um, they have got some crazy skills on show that, um, you know, when we played them, when I played them myself, it's, it's, they're just so unpredictable. And that's the thing, you have to make sure that you know, you're aware you switched on for the whole time you're on that field with them because they could pull anything out of that bag. And France, so they, to be fair, even through the Six Nations, have, have kept a, quite a few players uh, away from the 15s. Um, you know, they have dropped a few back in, but it, but it's a, it's a really strong French squad. Um, on paper, you you would expect them to to do well in this pool and really, really challenge, you suspect Canada would, would, would be the favourites. But it, between those two, really, isn't it, for, for topping that pool B? Yeah, I think, you know, I think it's going to be really big and important for France, you know, and for Canada just to, you know, stay composed and really uh, try and top their pool there. Uh, not overlooking, obviously, Fiji, because like I said, you know, game of sevens, anything can happen. It showed it against, uh, you know, Argentina down to sort of uh, your six, six man. So uh, anything can happen. Yeah, indeed so. Uh, the last and final pool then, Pool C have of course the reigning olympic champions australia japan china one of the uh, the new teams alongside uh the russian olympic committee and usa who of course were quarter finalists now the usa uh not unexpected from them but um plenty of chat um as you'd expect from them um but they are, I, I don't know, I've just got a little sense about them. What about you? They're, There's some incredible athletes. They're just unbelievable athletes. That You know, you took the words right out there. Athletes, Sorry. unbelievable. You know, they've got some proper power runners there and they've got some speed. So, you know, you mix them together. You've got your ideal sort of uh, rugby player that you'd want on the field. And, you know, it's not just your one or your two players. You've got a whole sort of team there of unbelievable athletes. So they will be ones sort of to, uh, to really watch there. And Japan, you know what you kind of expect from Japan, China, similar kind of teams. Yeah, they're just really awkward to play against. You know, they've got amazing great ball transfer skills and we know they're fit athletes. So, you know, it's China, obviously, haven't been in that before. So it's the first time that, you know, them coming into the tournament and that's, they're coming in as the underdogs, really, because no one knows anything about them, the unknown. So, um they could really sort of want to put a stamp on it early on, early days. But I see Japan play the same way almost as in that, you know, the transferring of the skills and, you know, the fit athletes. Yeah, yeah indeed. So USA have China up first, Australia against Japan. Uh, that's a sort of second chance uh, of games there. And Australia sort of won the uh, one in Rio. They sort of went, went into the wilderness almost, almost for a year. We know there's always the financial issues surrounding Australian rugby, although that is being shored up massively uh, and they're doing some great work for, for the women's programme over there. But you've got the likes of um, 
Kastik and Shani Williams, you are going to come across a proper team, aren't you? Yeah, I think that, I think those two players just you know just lead the team. You know they are forefront runners of that team. They're what that build and players just build around them. So you know I'm really expecting them to sort of show the way to those girls that are coming through the program. And you know Australia, like you said, you know they've done some really good things with the women's program, and um, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. So come on then, who's the final going to be? Uh, do you know what? New Zealand and GB, I'm going to have to back it. I'm going to have to say. Wow. That's, yeah. That'll be a rerun of the pool game. Yeah. I just, do you know what? I just think, I, I don't know what, but GB are really exciting me at the moment. And I'm just so excited to watch them play tomorrow. And, you know, the standouts are New Zealand. And I just, yeah, I just really think this, the sort of the build up and coming in as the underdogs, GB could really, really uh, excel in this. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that uh, we see them in New Zealand in the final. Oh, fantastic. What's yours? So, look, 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 oh, gee. Um, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. It's really, really difficult. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to cut to straight to New Zealand win. Yeah. Who's going to be in the final then there? I think it'll be a repeat of Rio. Do you think? Yeah, I really do. I really do. I think I think this is pretty much what Australia focused on for the last four, five years. And uh, yeah, I, I know they have determined that character Shani Williams get is. To them? Will the pressure get to them? That is the Will question. Will the pressure get Indeed Anything so. can happen in a game of seven. So really exciting to see. As we have seen. So... Look, Shona, let's just let everybody know everything kicks off at the Tokyo Stadium at 9 a.m. local time, which is one in the morning over here uh, in, in England. Uh, and that session goes through to, to 12 o'clock um, local time. So that'll be uh, 4 a.m. our time. Then the second session is at half past 12 UK time through to half past three. Uh, and then we get into day two. All kicks off again, same time, 9 to 12, 4.30 to 6.30 local time. So that is 1 to 4 a.m., 12.30 to 3.30. And then the final is at 6 o'clock local time. So I'm just working that through. Six. That'll be 10 a.m., UK time on Saturday, the 31st of July. Hopefully, I've got those times right and I haven't just given everybody completely and utterly duff information. But I have been trying to contact various players over there. Yeah, we, we did have a few players lined up. Unfortunately, yeah, none of the Australians could join us and um, it's a little too hard to, to get um, a couple of New Zealand players over the line with us today. But um, look, thank you very much to Abby Brown. Thank you so much to you, Shona Powell-Hughes, for your time. Enjoy the next few days and we will be back next week to get all the reaction to what hopefully will be a brilliant few days of Olympic Sevens action. See you next time on the WRP.